unless you can hook them in the beginning, unless you can make them feel so compelled that they want to actually read, they actually want to listen, what's the point of having your portfolio if you can't convince them to actually listen to it? What's the point of writing a bio if you can't get them to read it? Welcome to Thanks for Thinking, the music business podcast focusing on self-reflection and proactivity for thoughtful music production professionals. If you don't know me, I'm Carl Bonner. I'm a mix engineer, educator, and studio branding strategist. And today I want to talk about your website. I have ugh, I've had so many conversations in the past couple of weeks about websites, particularly with producers and engineers, that feel like their website is just not doing them any good whatsoever. That's not because websites are not important in 2024, but it's just the fact that they don't know where to start with it. They don't know what should be there, how much should be included, how many pictures, how many portfolio pieces, all you know, all those those things. What I want to talk about today specifically is a bigger picture for your website. Because this is something that I've noticed very few music pros really think about, but I think it's absolutely crucial. It has nothing to do with the number of pictures or what the tagline is or what your portfolio looks like. Yes, those things are all important, but not as important as who the website is for. I'm 38. Okay, so I grew up in a time when websites for creatives were basically the Wikipedia page. It's just a list of facts, like where they're from, what they do, what they did, the names of the albums they worked on, maybe some photos. And that's pretty much it. Like it was very, uh, very informational, but it's a very different world now. And as creative as we studio pros are, we're really, we're really good at focusing that creativity in the music that we work on. And we're terrible at actually using that creativity to represent ourselves in other ways other than just the music itself. The way that I look at websites, I assume that nobody is going to just randomly show up on my website. Nobody stumbles onto a website anymore for a, a creative service provider. You don't just randomly end up there in the same way that somebody would be walking down the street and just happen to walk by your donut shop or whatever. The internet doesn't work that way. So I want to make sure that if somebody does get to my page, especially because I know they're coming probably from social media or my email list or something, but even then they got to my email list through social media. So for all intents and purposes, the vast, vast, vast majority of people are going to be coming to my site from social media in one way or another. And I know that they are clicking there because they have some instinctive question that they're asking themselves, which is, is this person someone that can help me with whatever it is that I'm looking to do, right? Whether that's a creative problem, whether that's a technical problem, whether that's an existential problem, uh, maybe it's all three of those. Unless you're in the top 0.001% of producers and engineers who already have you know, more than enough credits and constant uh, inquiries and great management because everybody already knows you in the industry. Unless you are one of those, which if you are, you're probably not watching this video or listening to this podcast. Unless you're one of those handful of people, no one's going to your website to learn more details about your life, right? They're going there because they have some kind of gut feeling that maybe you're the right person for their team. And they are going there to 
confirm or deny that guess that they're making, that suspicion that they have. I'll tell you that because of me being a total dork for this stuff, I go to a lot of producers' websites, engineers' websites, and session musicians' websites because I'm always curious what their sites have, how they're presenting themselves. I hate pulling a number out of my butt and just saying like 98%, but it's probably a pretty good estimate. Uh, 98% of the websites that I go to are just so unhelpful, right? They're, they're very unhelpful in helping a potential client understand if they are the right fit or not. So many websites have the same kind of bullshit, bland introduction saying, we are a state-of-the-art facility that can record, mix, master, produce your tracks, and we help artists to sound great. You know, it's like these like very basic... Uh, ambiguous, vague, store brand kind of descriptions of what it is that they do. And that doesn't really help the reader because the reader is trying to figure out, okay, can you help me? Not can you help everybody? Can you help me? There's a really great book called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. And the basic premise of it, as far as it relates to us as creative freelancers, it's that we are often tempted to position ourselves as the hero in the story. We are the person that they come to to solve all their problems and fix all of their songs and make everything better and make it sound great. And yeah, I mean, yeah, we do help with those things. But the issue is that every person, every human, not just artists and, and creatives, everybody sees themselves as the hero in their own story. And what they're looking for is a guide. So one of the big examples they use in the book is the Luke Skywalker and Yoda relationship and where a lot of businesses fail, especially as creative service providers. It's when we position ourselves as Luke Skywalker, when all of our customers in their minds, they're Luke Skywalker. So when we can position ourselves as the Yoda, as the guide who understands their specific uh, pain points and can speak their language, musically have the same vocabulary, and really making them feel like they can trust you to lead them to their goal. That is so much more effective. It is so, so, so much more effective. I've been experimenting with trying to position myself as the Yoda in some situations versus the Luke Skywalker and kind of testing these things out to see if this actually you know, holds water. And one of the big observations that I made is that when I am very direct and clear and make the reader that is on my website or the person watching my reels or TikToks or the person reading my email, whatever it is, if I make them feel seen and heard and understood, show them that, yes, I understand the quirky, specific thing that you're feeling in your business or in your music. That's what gets people to actually give a shit about me and want to learn more about me, not just shoving my accomplishments down their throat right away. I'm not trying to wow them with the things that I've done. I'm trying to make them feel understood and feel like I'm talking directly to them. They're going to want to read more. They're going to go through everything on my site. They're going to read everything. They're going to watch everything. They're going to be way more invested in wanting to learn about me because they have reason to want to learn about me. They feel compelled to learn more about me and not just about me, but how I am able to help people like them with their goals. In my observation, one of the reasons why people are hesitant to 
be that bold with their with their website copy is because they don't want to exclude people. They don't want to miss potential work, right? That's why so many websites will say, we can produce rock and metal and jazz and Americana and podcasts and film music and everything in between. Cool. You know, just because you can do that doesn't mean that you do it all well. And the kind of clients that want just a studio, they just want a mix engineer. They just want somebody to press buttons and get it over with. Generally, they don't care about the person that they're working with. They just care about the bottom line and they care about the price. And when clients are making decisions based purely on money, it's kind of a losing game. You're just going to be racing to the bottom. So one of the big benefits of being so specific and clear about the kind of people that you can help and really speaking to the people that you can actually have the most value for, that polarizes people. And I don't mean that in a political sense. I mean that in the sense of the person reading your website, watching your video, reading your email, whatever it is, they will know. They, they will get a gut feeling so quickly, the sooner that they develop a gut feeling about, oh my God, this person is talking directly to me, or this person doesn't understand me at all, the sooner they get to that that sense, the better. Because the people that do feel like you're speaking directly to them, they are going to instantly just want to learn everything about you because you are the missing link they've been looking for for years, right? But the people that don't see that in you are going to go somewhere else. And that's okay. That's a good thing. They're not going to waste your time. They're not going to waste their time. They're not going to pull you into projects that you end up hating. They're not going to try to haggle you on price because their cousin can do it cheaper. We've all had those kind of clients and they're miserable and you don't want those. Like you would not be watching this or listening to this if you wanted those kinds of clients. You'd be looking for ways to hack the Fiverr algorithm or something, right? You wouldn't be here. So what I would like you to do today is to go to your website and ask yourself, who is this for? Who was this speaking to? And go through the site from that perspective. Go to that site from the perspective of that person and what that person really needs. If your thing is mixing heavy bands and specifically heavy bands that record and produce themselves, but want somebody to help to elevate the final product, then make sure that everything on your website is speaking to those bands, you know, speaking to their, their goals, their struggles, their obstacles, right? If your thing is mixing corporate podcasts and your ideal clients want to sound smart and thoughtful and they want it to sound expensive, right? They want things done at a, in a really timely manner and they really find a value in a turnkey solution. Speak to that. Speak to them, right? Call out those particular issues that you help to make sure that you are really making them feel like you will give them the peace of mind that they're looking for. What they think they're looking for is a podcast, but what they're really looking for is peace of mind. So ask yourself, not just what do they think they want, but what do they really want? What do these ideal clients of ours want on a deep, emotional, existential level? And make sure that everything on your website is not just speaking to them directly, but also speaking to those problems, those goals. And then, of course, you can still have your portfolio and your bio and the pictures and all of those things, right? Like that's, yeah, you're going to need those on your website, but in a way, those should kind of be an afterthought, right? And I mean that in the sense that unless you can hook them in the beginning, unless you can make them feel so compelled that they want to actually read, they actually want to listen, what's the point of having your portfolio if you can't convince them to actually listen to it? What's the point of writing a bio if you can't get them to read it? Social media posts have to have a hook to get 
the person to actually want to watch the video before scrolling, your website's the same thing. Except instead of it being flash images and some sort of foreshadowing of a epic fail or whatever, it's just making them feel like, oh, this is definitely for me. Or this is definitely not for me. Either way, it's going to make your website so much more effective. If you found this helpful, please like, share, comment, all the all the things, whatever you can do on whatever platform you're watching or listening on. I really appreciate it. It means the world to me. And I know I didn't get into any like specifics about the website. Like this is not a design podcast by any stretch, right? This is more of the big picture understanding why does this website exist in the first place? Why are these people coming to my website? What are they trying to understand? What are they trying to figure out? And taking the time to really think about those and shape your website based around those uh, those, those ideas, that's the, the, the most important thing. That's the first thing that you should be doing. And then that'll help to guide you to decide what pictures, how many pictures, what songs should I include in the portfolio? How long should the bio be? The page layout, all that stuff. That stuff's all secondary, right? That stuff should all be contextually based on who it's for and why you're the right person for them. 